0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: I want to tell you about Ibrahim Daman. He's a producer for CNN. He's been with the network since 2006. And until recently, he had been based in Gaza. After the October 7th Hamas terror attack, Ibrahim realized his home in northern Gaza was no longer safe. Israeli airstrikes were falling right outside. And so once Israel called on citizens in the north to evacuate south, he gathered up his pregnant wife and two kids, ages 10 and seven, and they hit the road. (laughs) Once they arrived in Khan Yunis near the border with Egypt, Ibrahim documented the daily struggle to find food, water, and power. At one point, his family had to drink wastewater. Eventually, the Damans learned they were on a list of people to be evacuated into Egypt. After nearly a month living in terror, Ibrahim was given a lifeline and some peace of mind. Well, over the weekend, he got some truly, truly awful news. He learned that at least nine of his relatives, who were still in northern Gaza, had been killed in a strike on his aunt's house. His childhood home in Gaza City was also obliterated in a separate strike on an adjacent building the very same day. And Ibrahim's story is just one of many in Gaza. No one has been untouched by this war, whether they made it out or not. The Israel Defense Forces have vowed to expand their ground operation to the south of Gaza, and they continue to strike targets in the north at a rapid pace.
2: They bombed an entire street, says Saad. He pulled his brother Mohammed from under the rubble. his brother, Mohammed, was dead.
1: So today, we're going to take a look at the situation on the ground in Gaza and if any amount of aid will be enough.
2: In fact, the World Health Organization has warned that more people could die from disease than from bombardment.
1: From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Rind. Larry Madoo is a CNN international correspondent. He's based in Nairobi, but for the past few weeks, he's been in Cairo, Egypt, keeping an eye on the effort to get humanitarian aid into Gaza. I caught up with him on Monday afternoon. Larry, we've talked about how the need for humanitarian aid in Gaza is you know, absolutely huge. And it was a major condition of the temporary truce between Israel and Hamas that more relief would flow in while hostages come out Well, now that that truce is over, is aid still making it in?
2: So, David, some aid is making it in, but it's a trickle. It's a tiny percentage of the needs of the people of Gaza. 80% of the population is displaced, according to the UN, and that's about 1.8 million people. So only 100 trucks have come in since the truce expired. So Hmm. that's 100 trucks on Saturday, 100 trucks on Sunday, and we're waiting to see the numbers for today. During the truce, part of the framework for the release of the hostages was that at least 200 trucks could come in with essentially humanitarian aid, food, water, medicine, winter weather clothes because the rainy season is coming um, in in Gaza. And after the truce expired, initially, the Palestinian Red Crescent said that the, the Israelis had prohibited any aid coming across the Rafah border crossing from Egypt into Gaza It took the intervention of White House officials for the Israelis to allow aid to come back in again, but not nearly at the level that was allowed during the truce. The UN has said that they would need at least 200 aid trucks coming in every day, continuously for two months to meet the needs of the people of Gaza. In fact, the World Health Organization has warned that more people could die from disease than from bombardment if the health infrastructure is not maintained, the food, the water, the fuel they need to just continue operating.
1: And, like, I know that international journalists have not been allowed into Gaza outside of the view of the Israel Defense Forces, but do we know, like, what the scenes are like in Gaza right now? Like, what are people dealing with there?
2: We know what's happening in Gaza because we've been seeing people making the cross from Gaza across the Rafa crossing into Egypt. These Egyptian ambulances now crossing from Rafa into Gaza have brought back nearly 400 critically wounded to be treated. I was at the Rafa crossing in Egypt a few days ago and spoke to some of those people. And we, we heard harrowing tales about people who've lost everything except their lives. We've heard in the past few days as this bombardment is now getting closer to southern Gaza about people who feel one man, he is a dual Palestinian Saudi national, and he says he survived what is called the Nakba in 1948. And he feels that this Israeli military action is intended to wipe them out from the face of the earth.
1: Hmm.
2: I wasn't injured in the first strike. I was
1: injured in the second one. I was asleep and woke up to find myself in the hospital in this state.
2: We've seen so many children, for instance. We met kids who had their limbs amputated, their legs amputated their hands amputated partly because sometimes they could have been saved but doctors were overwhelmed with more serious cases oh so they had to prioritize they had to prioritize people with more serious injuries life-threatening injuries so if your leg got infected in the process of that but at least you could lose a leg but still have your life you were not on the top of the priority list and so doctors are having to make these impossible choices about who they can offer treatment with very limited medical resources in, in, in lots of cases.
1: We'll be right back.
0: This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature quiets their snores, Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number Smart Beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support, your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep Better Together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number
1: stores or sleepnumber.com. We're back with Tug of War. I'm speaking with CNN's Larry Madowo. We've heard about Egypt's reluctance to take in Palestinian refugees. Is that still the case even after all this death and all this displacement?
2: So the Egyptian attitude to this is twofold. One, Egyptian officials told me that the Rafah crossing has been opened 24-7 since October seven, But that is only technically true because nobody can come in and out unless the Egyptians approve, and on the other side, the Israelis allow you to. For instance, the aid coming in has to go through the Nitsana crossing where the Israelis verify every single item coming through before it's allowed to be offloaded in Gaza. But about the refugees, President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi has said that they will not support the forced displacement of Palestinians. In the Egyptian view, if they were to allow a huge amount of refugees into Sinai this is northern Egypt they will never go back to Gaza one former egyptian foreign minister told cnn that the israelis have a perfect 100% record of never allowing refugees back mm. so the egyptian government's view is that if they were to allow palestinians fleeing the war in Gaza to come into northern Egypt they live here now that's an egyptian problem and That would create a a situation where the Israelis would be constantly attacking northern Egypt, trying to flush out the Hamas or other armed terrorist groups operating there. Mm. So that's why the Egyptians do not allow a huge amount of refugees to come into the country. The way President Sisi describes it is that he will not be a party to erasing Palestine from the face of the earth
1: like that displacement would be on their hands
2: that displacement would be, would be on their hands and they don't think the Egyptians that the Israelis will allow these people to go back in if Egypt were to take them in and so their alternative that President Sisi of Egypt has said is that while you are trying to flash out Hamas across the Gaza Strip you should allow people into the Negev Desert which is safe and you can keep them there until you finish your operation in the Gaza Strip the Israelis obviously have not committed to that.
1: Right, right. And I guess I'm wondering, Larry, if this Israeli ground operation pushes further south into Gaza, as Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has promised, what does that mean for the future of the aid effort then? Like, just how much is the clock ticking here?
2: The UN in Gaza today's warning that the humanitarian situation is getting worse by the hour. And this brutal war continues. We are seeing the roads leading south into Rafah, on the Gaza Strip failed with cars and donkey carts, people fleeing this bombardment as the world kind of closes in on them. And they don't have any basic necessities, no food, no water, no cooking gas, no fuel, no winter weather clothes as the cold season sets in. They don't know where they're going to go, what they're going to eat. They don't know if they're going to be safe. So this 100 trucks that's being allowed in is nowhere near enough for the needs of the people, the mass displacement we have seen already and the mass displacement that will continue to occur as Israel hits more targets across not just the northern Gaza Strip, but now increasingly moving south. One of the most tragic aspects of this Israel-Hamas war has been the impact on kids. We saw this heartbreaking video of a Palestinian grandfather who lost his two grandkids
0: he breaks down as he remembers their final evening, how his grandchildren begged him to take them out to play. But he couldn't, airstrikes were everywhere.
2: And he was hugging his granddaughter and he said, she was the soul of my soul.
0: Khalid held Reem in his arms for one last time. He hugged her motionless body, opened her eyes and kissed her goodbye. I was asking her to kiss me like she used to, but she didn't, he says. I used to kiss her on her cheeks, on her nose, and she would giggle. I kissed her, but she wouldn't wake up, he recalls.
2: They shared a birthday, and she was killed just um, a few days before her fourth birthday. And there's so many, countless videos you've seen on social media of parents burying their kids and in tears of younger brothers and siblings. I saw one video of a young boy saying, Bear me with him, bury me with him, mm. because he can't imagine having lost his, his, his brother. These stories are too many to even count. And that's the impact that so many people across the Gaza Strip say, they're not militants; They're just kids. They're two and three years old. They were asleep. They did not deserve to die like this.
1: Thank you, Larry. Appreciate it.
2: My pleasure, David. Thank you. Tug of
1: War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Anna Sterla and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas, Dan DeZula is our technical director, and Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. We get support from Alex Manassari, Robert Mathers, John Dionora, Lenny Steinhardt, James Andres, Nicole Pessarou, and Lisa Namero. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson, Fabian Muhiri, Lena Wardani, and Katie Hinman. We'll be back on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.
0: When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.